Hello, I'm Diami. I'll be your host uh, for this venture that I believe I'll end up calling Chaircast. But what it essentially is, is an audio diary of my journey as I struggle to build a sculpted rocker. I'm doing this uh, as a member of the Wood Whisperer Guild, and uh, I'm lucky enough to not only know Mark, but uh, I also know Charles Brock and Paul Leminski. Uh, Charles is, of course, the one whose plans we'll be using in the guild. And Paul Leminski, for anyone who doesn't know, is a very talented furniture maker up in Canada. Um, and he builds all sorts of sculptured pieces. Um, I think he often refers to it as uh, Maloofian or Maloof-inspired. But I would be... Uh, I would usually use the term California Roundover or California Round as Art Carpenter did. Um, so anyway, this is going to be uh, how I document the process because building this chair is a rather ambitious <laughs> uh, project, even with the help of all these experts who I'm going to very repeatedly rely on, I'm sure. Um, it's going to be quite the undertaking, both in terms of uh, venturing out for different techniques that I've not tried yet in terms of fitting a chair of this size into my shop as it's assembled and just in terms of time. So, um, you know, on top of work and kids and the MWA and all the other things I do, blocking out enough time to build this chair is going to be quite a struggle itself. Uh, as I'm recording this first episode, it's about 2.10 in the morning on a Sunday morning. Um, and I mention that again just to emphasize the time. So tonight I'll get right into what I was working on. This will hopefully be the format or probably be the format I use. Tonight what I was doing was building a sander rack. Um, I'm honestly not sure what Charles's plan is for sanding. While I'm reading his book, I haven't yet watched the DVD. And I suspect, though I'm not sure, that Mark will basically follow the Brock plan for the sanding, but um, I happen to own the full arsenal of Festool sanders, which is what Paul Levinsky uses for all of his sanding, and so reaching them all, uh, there's the three random orbit ones, the three Rotex sanders, uh, there's the RES-115, which is a, they call it a sander, it's really a grinder, it's great for shaping, um, keeping them all in sustainers on shelves, as I do, is a real pain in the butt, especially in a shop my small size, it's a one-car garage, I'm very limited on my horizontal surfaces. So if I want to lay a sustainer somewhere and open it to take the sander out, I'm blocking the bench or the infeed table, the planer or the table saw, somewhere that I shouldn't be just to open a toolbox. So what I'm building now, uh, what I finally decided on this afternoon that I was going to force the issue and build before the chair build starts proper, is a rolling cart for all my sanders. And uh, as I spent hours this afternoon, this evening, uh, working out the design and then starting on the fabrication, it will be a, an MDF carcass on the bottom that will hold three drawers to hold different sandpapers and grinder blades and everything. And then on the top, there are four vertical sections of half-inch plywood, um, the two on the outside a little shorter than the two on the inside. And they have essentially V's cut into their top edge. Uh, two have two V's and two have three V's. And the V's catch the sanding pad of the sanders. If you've looked at the Festool accessories, 
um, they make a platform that fits on the dust extractors and it has some V's on it and you can hook tools from the V. You can hook the front handle of a domino or the sanding pad of some of their sanders. So I have one of those uh, V-shaped hooks from Festool. I thought the price of their shelf that fits on the vacuum was outrageous. I'm of two minds in terms of Festool. I think the sanders are well worth it. Some of the stuff such as the shelf not worth it. So um, a few years ago I've actually built my own version of this uh, I think it's called the work center is what they call it so I've named mine the ghetto work center and if you search on penultimatewoodshop.com you'll find my posts about that um, but I I bought one of their metal V's to just use as a starting point and then I've since duplicated it out of half inch plywood to hang sanders in but the current version the the uh, the ghetto work center only holds two sanders and I need something that will hold uh, I believe 10 and that's the sanders plus two grinders um, so by building this cart it's gonna have a series of these V's and I'm gonna have most of them the size I've used so far and two larger ones uh, for the seven inch grinder and the six inch Rotex and um, and that should allow all of my sanders to hang on this one cart and allow me to take all the sustainers that that they were in and put them up into the attic to free up a lot of shelf space and also the drawers underneath my goal is to fit all of the sandpaper associated with these sanders into those drawers to free up more shelf space so this is a this is a double-edged um, project in that on the one hand I have been toying for over a year with a plan to come up with a way to to store the sanders so that they're not each in a separate sustainer taking up all this space. My initial thoughts for the longest time were to do it in a cabinet. Um, but today in terms of thinking how I could easily reach all the different sanders and switch between them as I'm working on the chair, a rolling cart seemed to be better for that purpose. And then as I worked on the dimensions and the sizing of everything, it reinforced that a rolling cart was the way to go because even though my natural instinct is to build a cabinet rather than a rolling cart um, the cabinet would have been far too big the sanders take up a lot of space even when they're out of their sustainers so uh, so the rolling cart it is so I got to work proper on this at about nine o'clock tonight and by the time it was designed and um, and I started actually cutting lumber it was probably about eleven and then I cut up the MDF for the bottom carcass and got that assembled. That's simply butt joints, glue, and conformat screws. And then I cut up the, I'm using half inch Baltic birch for the top section that's gonna hold all the sanders. And um, I managed to get all them rough cut and one of the pieces I got the V-notches cut in. And when I was done with that, I looked at the clock and it was 2 a.m. and I said, you know, I should probably come inside. I have a full day tomorrow. So that's where we stand. Um, as this continues, I'm gonna try to keep these up regularly. Uh, I'm not sure what the frequency is. Uh, I have an idea in my head, but I'm not gonna commit to it because I don't wanna miss it. Um, and as the project moves on, as I have communication with other people about the chair and the process, I'll try to share that here too. So my plan at this point is to uh, post these all to my SoundCloud account, and I'll certainly embed them on uh, 
on the website on penultimatewoodshop.com and I may, uh, may ultimately actually even link them into iTunes as its own feed. But to do that, I need to install iTunes on a computer, and I'm very <laughs> reluctant to do that. But uh, what the hell, I probably will. Um, so hopefully this will be easy to find and listen to. Um, I revisited SoundCloud recently, and I managed to get accepted as a podcast on SoundCloud, which allows me to publish an RSS feed from SoundCloud, which a standard SoundCloud account at this point doesn't. They're just introducing that. So I want to take advantage of it. And I thought this project would be an interesting thing to read. So this isn't certainly isn't meant to pl take the place of what Mark and the Guild are doing or what Charles Brock does through his school or what Paul does through his 101 classes. But um, I'm hoping that this will just document my journey through it and give a perspective of what it's like to, uh, to learn how to build one of these chairs. So that's going to be it for tonight. Thank you all for listening. And if you want to find out more about the chair or what I do, please visit me at penultimatewoodshop.com or modernwoodworkersassociation.com. And uh, if you like listening to woodworking, we do a podcast over there where we actually talk amongst ourselves and bring in guests. And uh, it's a pretty decent format if I say so. So please check us out. Thanks for listening.